0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today we're going to be looking at the problem of evil and the way that it has caused so many people to deconstruct to the point of deconversion. Tackling the problem of evil. Guys, so many people have started here in their point of deconstruction or deconversion. Like, this is a thing that's really thrown them over the edge. They tell me, I just couldn't reconcile the evil in the world with a good God. And this is a question that Christians have been dealing with <laughs> for thousands of years, that people have been dealing with for thousands of years. If God is real, and if God is good, then why does so much evil exist in the world? And it is a valid question. It is a good question. And I think every single one of us has to deal with it. If we don't really look into it and deal with it, then we are just kind of have our head in the sand. And the things that we're believing, like, I don't know, guys. We really, this is one of those things we really have to just jump into and wrestle with. Because it is a valid good question. It's reality. As I sit here recording today, Russia has been invading Ukraine for the last few days. Guys, it's just devastating. I mean, the news and the pictures and everything is just, it's horrible. It's horrible that somebody should be able to just decide to take over a country and send in their troops and just bomb and destroy and kill. And like, it's scary and it's hard and it's horrible. And we have to deal with this fact that here is this person who sure seems to be pretty evil just trying to take over another another country and impose his will on people. And this is just one of many things. I know that many of you guys have experienced real evil things in your life. Spiritual abuse, lies, deception, just trauma. And we have to question this. We have to say, what in the world? So as I was thinking about this, and as I was preparing for this podcast, I actually found an article from Christianity Today from 1969, and I didn't realize it was from 1969 until I got to the end of it, and I was trying to figure out who had written it, and you know when was it written, that kind of thing, and it felt like something that could have been written yesterday, but it was from 1969, and it just goes to prove, once again, that we have been dealing with this whole thing of, like, how can God exist and be good and yet there is just this continual evil in our world. And guys, I really want to encourage you not to just come up with some pat answers. Don't just give in to the Christianese gobbledygook where they just quickly answer the question and move on. Like let's sit here on this and let's say it's true. I mean if God is sovereign, if he is truly all powerful, then why does he allow such horrible, horrible things to happen? Why doesn't he step in and stop it? It's a valid question, guys. I want you to give yourself permission to ask that question. Even though it's scary, and even though it's uncomfortable, we have to go there if we're going to have a solid foundation in who God is. We have to. I'm going to share some of this article that I found with you. The author is somebody that I'm not familiar with, but he have he has his MDiv, and he's working on his PhD. And I love the fact that he was able to just go ahead and pull some of the stuff in from like history and philosophy, and it was really good. I'll have this article linked in the show notes. But he talks about somebody named Epicurus, who was a philosopher, about 300 years before Christ. And Epicurus presented the problem exactly like we still face it today. Either God wants to prevent evil and he can't do it, in which case he's impotent. Or he can do it and doesn't want to, in which case he's not good. Or he neither wants to nor can prevent evil, in which case he's neither good nor omnipotent. Or he wants to and he can, in that case there's no reason to be given for the existence of evil. And guys, it's true. Like, we wrestle with this. If God is really all-powerful and all-sovereign and he wants to prevent evil, then why doesn't he? Is God truly omnipotent? Is God truly good? And yet evil exists. And as I said, these are the questions that push people away from Christianity. That will often cause them to deconstruct and ultimately deconvert. Because unfortunately, I don't feel like we often have good answers. We have Pat Christianese answers. But we don't really take the time to really jump in and think about this and wonder about it. People have been struggling with this for thousands of years, like I said. Augustine talked about it a lot. Just really wrestling through like the evil that's out there in the world and also the evil that he saw within his own heart. Like There's just so many people who have talked about this and wrestled through it. It's not a new question. It's not like the people who discover this are like, oh my goodness, like I've thought of something new. Why does this exist? Like, people have been wrestling with this for thousands of years, and it's a valid and good question. I wanted to remind us of a few things, and I hope you don't take this as just a pat answer, but I wanted to remind you, as we look at our world right now, as we watch Russia, and we feel fear, and we see evil, and as crime soars, and as all this stuff happens, I just want to remind you guys of a few things. And just encourage you to continue to just dig in and get to the place where you can hold tension. Because that's where we end up. We end up with this place of tension where we have to believe in two seemingly opposite things. And there's mystery and there's paradox and peace, strangely enough. So guys, in the Bible it talks about the curse. It talks about the fall. It talks about how the creation was created perfect and beautiful and wonderful and yet, when Adam and Eve chose to sin, the whole thing got messed up. The curse happened, sin entered the world, and people are sinners now. People are naturally sinners. We are naturally enemies of God. And unfortunately, our beauty has been corrupted. Although we're still made in the image of God. And so we ourselves kind of are a mystery and a paradox because we have the capacity for amazing good and at the same time for unspeakable evil. And I think. There's a lot of people in our society right now who don't want to believe that. They think that the things that we do that are wrong are based on our experiences or the culture that we're in or systemic systems. And they don't want to believe that it's because of our own evil fallen hearts, thanks to our sin nature. But guys, I look at the world around me and I just see over and over and over again, especially the last couple of years through COVID and everything else, like People are fallen. We are broken. We are sinners. It is just so evident to me, and I look at my own heart and I see my own natural propensity for sin and selfishness and pride, and everything else that's just totally not good. And yet, at the same time, I know that people are there. We we have potential for amazing goodness, like truly wonderful things that we can do, because we were made in the image of God. And so is there, is this tension and this mystery? Guys, the Bible talks about a God who is good and who is love. And I just want to remind you that God's goodness is not based on our experience in this broken world. If we believe this world is broken, we know it's broken. We talked about this before. Everybody knows and we're all trying to fix it in our own way. And yet, our experience of God is not based on this broken world. We can't say that God is not good because the world is broken. God exists apart from the world, and he created the world to be beautiful and perfect and good. And our understanding of goodness, as I've said before, has been corrupted because of sin. We struggle to even understand what is good and what is evil anymore. And yes, there's some things that are very obviously evil, but there's other things that we tend to call good that are truly evil. We are messed up. We are broken. We are corrupted. And God's goodness, He's got glimpses for us all throughout the beauty of nature and the beauty of people and the things that we can do that are wonderful, that are like Him. We see glimpses of His goodness, but He is good apart from us. He is good at His very core, and He understands what true goodness is in a way that we would never understand until we're with Him someday in heaven until we are restored to the person that he made us to be. And guys, I just want to remind you of one thing. God came into this broken, fallen world and lived here in the pain and the suffering and the hardship. Jesus was God and he lived with us. And then he experienced the full force of evil in himself. He was falsely accused. He was brutally tortured and he was executed in one of the most devastating ways possible. He took the full force of evil on himself and then he conquered it by rising again and not staying dead (laughs) and winning like he won and he conquered evil. And yes, we still live in a broken, fallen world, but we can have hope and we can have peace because. God came, and he's been revealed to us through scripture, partially. We get glimpses and clues of kind of who he is, and nature itself reveals things about him, his love of beauty, his creativity, his sense of humor, his love for us, and yet Jesus came and he showed us who God was. He walked here with us, and that's the part that just is like mind-blowing, And so we hold these things, guys, we hold these things in tension and mystery and paradox because it doesn't always line up logically. Philosophers are going to debate this question forever because it doesn't make sense. And we can't deal with this problem. We can't fix this problem of evil because it's beyond us. And yet, Jesus, Jesus came and he lived and he died. And he overcame evil so that we can overcome it. Guys, the story of Jesus is just so ridiculous. The fact that God would come into this world and live with us, among us for 30 years before he actually like became someone that we even knew who he was, just to live humbly and obscurely with us. God dying, taking the force of evil on himself, like what... What is this? What kind of a story is this? And then God himself overcoming evil and saying, and now I am completely conquering everything and I shall fix it all for you too. Guys, for me personally, as I struggle with this problem of evil and the goodness of a God who supposedly exists even though everything is broken and messy, honestly, after all that I've been through and all that I've experienced and all the things that don't make sense, I am okay with the mystery. I am at a place in my life where I believe very much in a very real and very good and powerful God. And yet at the same time, I understand that this world is broken and corrupted and the people in it are broken and corrupted and it's evil. And I don't know why he allows it to just keep going. I'm not ever going to solve it, but I, I can live with it. And I can live in the peace that he gives me despite the brokenness. And I can live with the grief that I have to experience because he's there with me, holding me up and sustaining me. I long for the day when it's all done and he fixes it all and I can just enjoy my relationship with him in the fullness of eternity in paradise. But until then, I, I'm okay because I have Jesus. I want you to wrestle with this for yourself. I don't want you to believe it just because I've said it to you. I want you to dig into scripture for yourself. I want you to dig into who God is, who's been revealed. I want you to watch for him in nature. And I want you to wrestle with this because I really feel like it's one of those things that, like I said, can push people completely away if they don't take the time to realize that they are not the end-all be-all of wisdom and they have to really look at it from all the different sides and all the different perspectives. Guys, it's okay to doubt. It's okay to question. But in your questions, cry out to the very real God who wants to be found who wants to reveal himself to you, who doesn't always make sense, but is there to give you everything you need and sustain you in the middle of this broken and evil world. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.